Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, you're listening to In The Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas. I think we're getting worse at those introductions. Really? I think we're slightly out of practice. But, but yeah. also, I think, look, you've got to go to places where you've never been before in order to discover new great things. Mm, Swaziland. Yeah, you've got to, like, great Namibia. things... Namibia. Great things are surrounded by fields of shit things that you have to trudge through in order to find these oasis of good things not if you go to the supermarket or ikea they're all they bring all the shit th- the good things together yeah just keep them all you know in a but i'm talking about new good relative things. proximity not things that have already been branded and, and packaged <sighs> you want you want true novel unique yeah. gold that's like that's why i came up with that idea for whisper rap you know when was the last time you went somewhere you hadn't been uh Today I went there. Um, I was on that was on that road. Oh yeah, you're on Beach Road in yeah, St Kilda. Yeah, I'd never <laughs> been there. Um, and you're trawling through a lot of shit to get to, I don't know, a good cafe. Well, look, it was dark, and you know they don't normally serve coffee. What that were you late. doing at dark? In, at dark. I'm walking home. I mean, driving home. At dark. At dark. <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> What I went walking in my sleep <laughs> you're, you're, Through the valley of the night <laughs> Through the river so deep <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know man. why that was good. Look, to, to be honest, you've nailed that more than I've ever seen you nail a song <laughs> And so, I think that's why I was taken aback Yeah, you were just letting me go with it Yeah <laughs> I had you on the ropes Oh, look, Andy, normally I would try to stop you but today you were, you were you were doing great. You do normally see. I'm trying to find my way to a new uh, and exciting place through the the the, the surrounds of shit. You know, I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. gold. Yeah. But the path that I usually try to take yeah. is through inept rap, and you get very uncomfortable. You won't let me take. I that think path. that's fine. No, no, I don't mind the rap. I I think it's the hand movements <laughs> that bother me. It's not. It's. Yeah, it's all that. It's I that, don't do hand movements. Yeah, it's the hand I movements. I don't do hand movements. And, and this can is I, slander. I just need to point out that uh, mine was, they were fields of shit. Or right. No, field, fields of bad ideas and then islands of good ideas. Right. And I think yours was like just expanses of shit and then there's gold in there. <laughs> oh, I, okay, I see. So you're saying that there's a whole sort of new world that we could reach, not just sifting through garbage to try and find one particular nugget. No, no, I like I, I picture sort of barren lands, barren lands with, you know, like short grasses and shrubs and things like that, mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. find, you know, they're all sh- they're, they're all different shrubs, and sure, they might be interesting enough, but, you know, at one, there's one in there, <laughs> there's one in there that's got leaves, <laughs> you, there's a sap in there that can that can cure, like, you know... Leukemia. Oh, these these shrubs sure are interesting <laughs> enough. No, you go on. Yeah, I'm fine here. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people they just yeah. I've got a really low threshold for interest. <laughs> well, I'm easily overwhelmed. But do you ever think about that? Like like that that coffee, for example. Coffee is the one is a one plant that is that has thrived now in the on on Earth because mm. uh, humans have chosen it to be because it played its cards right yeah it, played it gave its... us what we wanted yeah and but because somebody like found a great way of preparing coffee beans that that really kind of went viral yeah right and you kind of think well maybe there's all these other plants where their fruit hasn't been like we haven't found the ideal way of preparing it but it right. could be way better than coffee we could yeah. be having stuff that well, as soon as it touches your mouth, you you have pseudo orgasms. Well, I think that's kind of heroin and cocaine stuff, right? Like, I think yeah. maybe coffee is just the limit of what was acceptable. But but what about th- there could be things like like cocaine and, and heroin, mm. or you know, that are not that good, but 
that also not that don't. Good. I mean, like, obviously that's know, the dream. Well, look, but could, you can't have that. You can't be. I can't could, get that. Look, good. It, could, it could be nice. It could, look, but um, sorry if I was looking at that thing, but um, <laughs> that that is that good, but it doesn't, you know, cause all that damage. Yeah. But also, what would we do if there was just things that were that good? I know. Imagine like imagine a heroin that doesn't destroy your life. How that would destroy people's lives. Well, this okay. So, so this is my. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't listening adequately to that sentence. That was yeah. a great sentence and a very good question. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. yeah. Is it is it like, is it possible to have something that good that doesn't destroy people's lives? Right? Is it yeah. just the too much of a good thing? It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. It's just. Is there a sketch idea in that? So, the, so somebody's found a way of well, I mean that's actually quite a, kind of kind of a, quite an interesting sketch. Somebody's found a way to take all the ill effects away from heroin. Yeah. So you only get the good feeling. Yeah. And then everybody's just cooped up in their houses, <laughs> just just on heroin, falling uh, yeah. asleep, and being like, "I'm so glad there are no bad effects from this yeah. heroin." Meanwhile, oh. everything's falling apart. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but but everyone's like, we've never been healthier. Yeah. We're getting tons of rest. And this heroin is full of vitamins. Yeah, and and and, and there's so much exercise when you get up and go get more heroin. <laughs> We're getting tons of rest. <laughs> I mean, I, I've just quit heroin, and you know, it's, it's going to be uh, tough to get my life back together. But fortunately, I've I've had a lot of rest recently, so I am, you know. I'm good to go. Yeah, I, yeah I'm ready for this challenge. Yeah, like, like you know, there, there's there's chemical withdrawals and stuff like that from you know ceasing to use opiates, but the yeah. benefits. Have I said this before? The benefits that you must get from being so well rested. <laughs> I don't know. It's not as bad as it could be. I, feel I like actually maybe, think maybe you did have a bit a bit to this effect. Something about um, you know, but but it makes you sleep a lot, which is good for you. Oh right? yeah, that's true. I think now you've turned down your thing too much. Sorry, everyone, for all the fiddling around with the levels. I'm trying to uh, trying to get trying to get it right. Trying to hit a sweet spot. Yeah, that's cool. I think I think you're you're in a pretty good place. You could almost go a tiny bit. I mean, all of, of course, you're not even speaking now. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Is this okay, Al? I think that's beautiful. That Great. looks real beautiful. Um, Thanks for sit- staying with us through this difficult time through, in the it, podcast. History. I don't even think it was really that bad before. I'm I just very tense. It's just my my eyes are attracted to changes in in waveform. Really? Yeah, you know, it's like, I'm like a T-Rex. <laughs> I used that comparison in a sketch I was writing yesterday. Yeah. I tried to suggest that old people couldn't see you if you were if you didn't move. Which yeah. to a certain extent I think might be true. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, the, you know, oh, is this another thing we were discussing? So I first got I got to write down this first thing, but uh you mentioned the people moving I'll, thing. I'll mention it again. So I just want to write keep down mentioning it. Uh, Mine was actually based around something to do with Alistair. Heroin. I was talking about the time when he approached me wearing an old man mask, uh, and I didn't see him there, and I didn't know he was in the house until I turned around and saw this old man standing next to me uh, in the dark in a house that I thought was empty, and I froze as if I thought that maybe old men like T-Rexes couldn't see you if you didn't move. Yeah, but... His eyes widened, and, and it, like it was like it was so much fear in there, so um, much that that like yeah that that he couldn't show it. That was all it was. It was just a freezing of yeah, the body. It was too much of a bad thing. Yeah, I was overwhelmed. Um, what I was going to say was so that, you wrote down heroin without any bad consequences. Yeah, and then how that how that ruins people's lives. Mm. Um. Maybe there's yeah okay sorry of course there's a sketch in that I was about to say maybe there's a sketch in that but I just wrote it down as a sketch idea, um, but the thing you know like if you don't move your eyeball like like apparently you can't see if you don't move your eye like or I think we're, our eye is always moving to see changes in things I think you can't see if you don't move your eye right okay so, so it's sort of an active process of just sort of like absorbing yeah because your eye does this little micro jitters and stuff yeah. doesn't it. Yeah, so I don't know how, like, I don't think if it stops moving, you just go blind. Like, everything goes dark. Yeah, but, but there'd be extra information that you get from those micro-movements about yeah. when things are approaching you, going away, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I wonder mm. if fish, do you think fish... Oh, but also, that's yeah. right, because we're actually doing little scanning things, because our the area that our pupil, like, that our, that our pupil actually takes information directly from in our field of vision is very small, and so it has to sort of scan around a little bit to get... 
more stuff in yeah. into your accurate reading area. You've got peripheral vision, but that doesn't give you very useful. Uh, yeah, it's not the, it's not the best information, but it seems like your brain reacts faster to per- per- peripheral. Uh, I, I think that movement. also might be true. Yeah, so so it's like it's less clear information, mm-hmm. but it's but it's like quicker, faster cuts, reacting. Cuts straight to the. Uh, Cuts the chase. Gets things done. It's, would, like a, it's like a a tough guy on the police force, you know? He's yeah. a loose cannon, but he gets things done. He doesn't. He goes in there, he doesn't yeah. really always know all the information, Absolutely. but he shoots first and asks questions later, and he gets results. Yeah, and, and sometimes he also just cr- it also creates imagery that isn't actually there, but it's just like a just-in-case. Like, sometimes you see something in the corner and it goes... It's a man, and it kind of makes a man in your in your mind, and then you look, and then you go, "Oh, it's just a big pile of garbage." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Of but, a man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shaped into a man. No, it's a man, but oh. it's a big pile of garbage. Of a man, so, yeah, of yeah. A man. I just got that. <laughs> I I was thinking, you know, like uh, the way that you could maybe advertise peripheral vision as like a product, you know, maybe yeah. like pre peripheral, just like you know, it's it's fa- it's fast acting. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a Wider scope of yeah, wide uh, ranging, fast wide acting. range. What's what's full range? Full range of motion. <laughs> it's wait. Yep. What, what? Sorry, this is to go on to uh, infomercials. In do you remember the infomercials and when they would say full range of motion? Like it's. I think maybe it was in the one that that um, Mr. Karate was uh, was selling. Mr. Karate. Mr. Karate, you know, like redhead karate, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, right. Yeah. He had some kind of exercise machine. Yeah, exercise machine. And you get they, a full range of motion. You get a full range of motion. Mm-hmm. And is that good? Like, does that make it seem like it's a better thing for you? <laughs> I don't know. My body, <laughs> what? Yeah, my body doesn't have a full range of motion. That's true, yeah. Your arm can only bend so far. <laughs> well, not anymore. Yeah, it's only got about, what, you think it's like 170? <laughs> Yeah, One, I, 165 I, degrees of I, motion? I think uh, an infomercial that advertises a product that goes beyond the realms of human like, capability. <laughs> capability. Push yourself beyond the realms well, of human capability. I mean, it's it does uh, it does mean that it won't be obsolete if you become superhuman. Yeah. You know, which is worth thinking about. Well, <laughs> this is taking a leap, right. But we've kind of we've kind of um in ca- in, in our in our society we sort of and particularly in America, but here as well, you know, with the American dream or whatever, we designed the tax system around this idea of, well, I want to be, just in case I become a billionaire, I, yeah, wanna, I yeah. don't want to have to pay too much tax. So yeah. all these poor people vote against their own self-interest, right? So it's kind of like that. It's like buying an exercise mm. machine and saying, well, okay, <laughs> what if I... Nuclear apocalypse comes, the radiation uh, morphs you into yeah. uh, some kind of... Uh, humanoid, you know, uh, dog-like, you know, octopus creature. On a, on a <laughs> yes, that. But also, like, on a much more realistic level, mm. right, when you buy, like, and my cousin bought, like, when he was, like, 15, bought, like, a, a, a home gym thing that he had in yeah. his house, right? And it had, you know, the weights so that when you're doing the bench press, it can go up to, like, 300 kilograms or something like as the built-in maximum on that thing just in case you know you wind up you you build up to that point to be the strongest person in the world because nobody ever gets past well that's not true but like you know starting out if you're just working Mm. out on your home gym you're not going to get past i don't know 80 kilos or something like that like people probably stay within this very minimal range yeah, it's just funny the idea of somebody who uh, who's like maybe buying gym equipment, right? And they're very yeah. very weedy, but the salesperson maybe is explaining to them, well, but you're going to want a little extra. Yeah, of course you could you could get another hundred kilos <laughs> put on if you get this model. It's got another hundred yeah, kilos in case yeah. you get really strong and you don't want to have to like buy a whole new system. Yeah, you don't have to come back. You're like, oh, you're right. I would hate to have to come back here. Yeah. <laughs> buy a whole new system. Um. That idea I find really interesting and, and quite funny. Um, now, the sketch idea that could go with that yes. is either we could go... I mean, we could do different ones, but yep. we could we could go yep. to the silly place like what if, you know, what if like you, get you eventually get deformed and, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're some kind of like, you know, either superhuman or some kind of morphed creature due to the destruction of the environment yep. and whatnot. Yep. <laughs> Um, or we can go, this is like a more of like a, a real life situation. Mm. 
It's you know, it's sort of like a look. This is like Bush versus uh, Louis. Yeah, it's a Bush Louis conundrum. Yeah, it's it's the it's a oh, Bush Louis dichotomy. Dichotomy. Yeah, absolutely. Should I should I uh, just write them both down? Yeah. Well, look, just say like uh, full range of motion. Full range. Uh, <laughs> but like it. If we, we 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 could do you know we could start off with mine and then extrapolate to yours somehow. Well, I like good. the idea that like you know it starts out with those you know getting all those weights right and getting the maximum number of weights. But then there's like these extra like levers and pulleys that you can get on there. Like in the eventuality that you do get mutated yeah. and you wind up with an extra like four legs, Absolutely. you're going to want to have something to be able to work out. Like you're going to look silly if two of those legs are really bulked up and then the yeah. other three. And you're not going to want to have to go back there. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> and, not, and you're, at the end of every yeah. pitch, it's always like, and you're not going to want to have to come back to the store. Oh, you're life. right. That, that would be a pain in the ass. I'm yeah, wasting hate, my Saturday. Well, yeah, and I, you know, I hate those high-pressure sales situations where you yeah. always bind up, wind up buying more than you need. So you're right. I should probably buy it now because otherwise I'm just going to end up spending the money yeah. later on when I inevitably wind up massively ripped in an octopus. Yep. Rock octopus. It's going to be my um, uh, thing. It's going to be my uh, rock octopus. Have, have you thought about that before? No. Okay, but then look, wh- what would a rock octopus be like? <laughs> Alistair's just buying himself more time so he can write down this idea in more detail. He doesn't really want to know what I think a rock octopus would be like. I do. I want to know. What's a rock octopus, Andy? <laughs> Talk about it, Andy. I'm genuinely interested. (laughs) Tell me about a rock octopus. Would it have a guitar? How many guitars? Would it play the keyboard? Uh, See, I'm actually picturing the rock octopus is just made out of rock. Right, so he can't do any of those cool things that octopuses can do, like where they squeeze down and go inside a jar. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) he can play the drums really well. So in a way, you were right. Drums, you say, eh? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm at a really terrible, um, <laughs> like psychiatrist's. <laughs> oh, Trump, rock, really? rock octopus. What, so the rock what octopus. What do you? What kind of what songs would you play? play? <laughs> uh, um, it's all right. I can do this. I can. I can. I can just riff. Andy, myself. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Look, you. sorry. I, I don't think I've ever written a sketch down with that much detail. It just no, felt like you definitely have. Sometimes we go back through these notes and uh, we don't. We don't know what the fuck the sketch is about. Yeah, and um, as is official too in the Think Tank policy, there's no way we're listening to these episodes again. (laughs) No, I don't want to know what happened in the past. Moving forward. Yeah, look, because if something bad happened, it could mean that my my life is bad and I don't realize. I don't want to realize. Wait, what? Like, what if something... What if... Because right now I think everything that happened in the past in my life is mostly fine, right? Yeah. But what if? But what if it's all actually really bad things that have happened to me, right? right? But I don't think of it like that. And then if I look back, and then I realize it's all awful, then I'll feel bad in the present. You get a bit of perspective. Yeah. God forbid. Or you uh, realize that it's all like it's just repressed memories or false memories or false repressed memories. Oh no, those or are the worst. Repressed false memories. <laughs> Wait. Wait, okay, so false repressed memories. So yeah. they're not real repressed memories. No, no. So, and then, yeah, because at first I thought of them as, as repressed, repressed false, false memories. memories. I was like, so you, you have a bad thought that, yeah. that, that is, you think that's how like, something happened to you as a mm. kid, and then you just like, oh, let's just suppress that. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then the other one is, I don't know how the other one comes about. Okay, so you've got repressed false memories, mm-hmm. right? Which is where somebody induces a false memory in you. Yeah. Okay, or for some reason you generate a false memory, and then you push that deep down, and so you, you forget that yeah. it never happened. Yeah. Right? And then there's false, false repressed, repressed memories, memories, right? Which is where you remember something from your past, but it's not true. You have a like, oh my God, this happened. But yeah, it right, okay, so it's a false repressed... Okay, so, but I was thinking of it as... It's a memory that is still repressed. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. But it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. So you think, maybe it's like you think you have a memory that is repressed yeah, that you don't yeah. want to bring up, but yeah. it's not true. Yeah. Um, maybe it's, uh... no, that doesn't make sense. I, I was going to go down an avenue. 
Yeah, I mean, if if if, if, if are you sure it was an avenue and not like like a crescent? Yeah, it certainly wasn't a boulevard. I can no? tell you that much. Oh well, I'm glad. As long, could it could it have been an avenue? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh <laughs> damn it! <laughs> hey, Alistair. Um, yeah. Haven't you been listening this entire time? I haven't. No, I said haven't you? Haven't you been listening? Haven't you? No, I haven't. Not the whole time. It was that time when I was writing. <laughs> Um, I'm not responding to that. <laughs> rock octopus. <laughs> uh, but no, but seriously though, would the rock octopus sort of be wearing like a like a, a blazer, sort of like a Bon Scott, they, like or a school uniform or whatever? Yes. Would he sort of jump across the stage on one leg? Yes. All right, I'm done. Well, I like I love those mimic octopuses. Oh yeah, the mimic octopus. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Do you think there's any mimic op- octopuses that mimic? Um, you need to turn your sound up again, okay? Because I think you also move back a lot. I, I, I move, I'm constantly moving. Yeah. I'll go through this podcast think, at the end and I'll edit all the levels, so it's all good. I promise. I probably hardly. won't. Yeah, yeah, don't. But don't, I might. Don't do that. That sounds like a lot of work. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going to go. I was going to say so- something about. Pardon me. I was going to say something about um, the. Uh, mimic octopus. Do you want me to mimic, edit out mi- some of your belching and hiccuping? Well, for the it's, podcast it's not as well? belching, but it is like it is kind of like, ugh, like yeah. that, which I'm sure is going to come up in this audio, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are going to know, <laughs> unless they just think that my like I'm just skipping, like you know, like not skip skipping like the skip rope, but like I'm skipping like a CD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skipping. Yeah, I'm training yeah. to be a boxer right now. Um. I think uh, when you were skipping, mm-hmm. like that would have been the perfect time to have that anti-skip module on your discman back in the day. You know? Yeah. Um, but I think even that anti-skip module only went for like 15 seconds. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked for skipping. Or any useful purpose, I don't think. Like other than maybe driving a little bit. Yeah, driving a little <laughs> bit. It's good for driving a little bit. Um. Right, now... No, there was something we were going to talk about. Oh, yeah, the mimic octopus. No, before that, uh, there was a thing that we were talking about. Oh, false repressed memories. I think there's an idea in that, right? I think the idea of someone bringing their child to a a psychotherapist, right? Yeah. And uh, um, the psychotherapist diagnosing that the child has repressed false memories, okay? So things that aren't real, but that it's forgotten. And uh, we've got to bring these false memories to the surface yeah. so that we can expose them for the nothing they are. And then in do, some they, way. do they have that conversation as well, the, the parent and the child, about, wait, wait, are these... So these and it's like so, so then she goes, oh, this is this one. And then he goes, no, no, that's a uh, repressed false... false yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a false repressed false memory. Um. Which wait, it's a f- false repressed false, false memory? memory. Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> don't no. Let's, wait, let's not go. No, down you don't. That, you don't think you don't think you, you don't think you could uh, unpack it. Oh, oh, what? Oh, Big Ben doesn't think he can unpack the false repressed false memory, huh? Hey, mate, I can unpack it. Oh yeah. You think I can't unpack it? No, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure you can oh, unpack I'm it. I'm gonna unpack it right now. Yeah, let's see. Un- unpack it right now. Let's see. Okay? You unpack it. Okay, so you have repressed memories, right? <laughs> Some of them are false because they weren't real memories. You've repressed them, right? You, and you have symptoms in your life that are causing that that are a result of that false memory, right? Yeah. Those symptoms. What if you're exhibiting those symptoms without the repressed memory? So uh, for some reason you're exhibiting the symptoms. They're false symptoms of a repressed false memory. Thank you. Wait. So Consider wait, wait, it unpacked. wait. What do the symptoms represent? Please make yourself at the home. The false or the represent? Feel free to put any of these garments I've just I, unpacked for you in the cupboards, <laughs> Andy, um, or on the padded <laughs> coat hangers. Slip into a robe. Andy, you did real well. Everyone. I'm, I'm going to have to listen back to it. the Avenue Boulevard Hotel. As you know, it is my policy never to listen back. <laughs> but um, I do believe you unpacked it, and I think you did a great job, Andy. Thanks. Thanks. Thank uh, you. Now, mimic octopi. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, octopodes. Yes. <laughs> octopi is also correct. Yeah. And. Octopuses. Pusses. Um. Uh. We could, we could uh, experiment with them in different scenarios. Sure. Does it does it do Christopher Walken? <laughs> That's obviously the first. 
Yeah, like that's yeah. the first one that they learn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on! <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't. Well, do I think it. just like uh, you know, it's so dumb. But get that video of the uh, the mimic octopus, mm. right? That's like pretending to be a coconut or whatever. Whoa! Is it be, pretending to be a coconut? Yeah, it pretends to be a coconut, sort of floating along the bottom of the oh, the ocean. Good. I've right? seen them pretending to be other stuff, but yeah. So we get that. Right, like we a do way. a bit of a commentary over that, saying that it's pretending to be a coconut. Yeah. Then we just do some basic video editing. We put Christopher Walken's face on it, yeah. and we say, "Here it is, do you think doing little... Christopher Walken <laughs> yeah. uh, up his ass." <laughs> oh, oh, who's this? Oh, Christopher Walken's <laughs> just coming yeah. by. And then he and he does Jack Nicholson. Yeah, all the all the classics. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, a coconut. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Oh, wait, that's just a coconut again. Who's someone who looks like a coconut? Um, uh, uh, I guess like Bert Newton or something. Or Rip Torn. <laughs> Torn doesn't look like a no. coconut. Well, I mean, if you shaved part of a coconut, no. you, yeah, if you were shaving a coconut, you could definitely get Rip Torn's face out of out of a co- coconut. Yeah. Something, something like like that. okay, if you were to make a sculpture of Rip Torn, I think the, one of the best materials to start with would be a coconut. Sure, all the pros <laughs> do bronze and stuff, but yeah. But the real experts no, no, do coconuts. Yeah. The pros do this, but the experts. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, like, there's got to be somebody who's above pro. Pro is just a guy who's getting paid. That's true. But, a lot of know, people can get paid. A lot of, like, even, you know, an apprentice is getting paid. Um. A, so, that's a sketch, Alistair. Yeah. Wait, Mimic, octopus oh, Mimic Octopus. Doing Christopher Walken. Okay. Uh. And and then we go back to it pretending to be a coconut, and we say, and here it is doing Rip Torn, or a better example. <laughs> Nobody else is yeah. almost anybody could think of. All right, like, uh, like uh, okay, uh, uh, who's got a like a brown Urkel? <laughs> the guy who played Urkel. I don't know who that is. You know, like Steve Urkel from yeah, Family Matters. I've never seen him. Like, I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> I fell over and I can't get up. Does he look like a coconut? Well, you know, he's he's a small, he was a small sort of black kid. Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito's coconut-like, yeah, definitely. No, Danny DeVito, because he's got, he's got like almost as much height as he's got width. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's so, got a good height to width ratio. Um, um, yeah, the liar bird's an amazing creature. I feel like we've like, already talked about it on the podcast. It's like the, the it's like the mimic octopus of the land. Mm-hmm. Even though it's an air bird, you know, it's like an air animal. You know, the, the, the lyrebird, and I'm really sorry if we've talked about this before, but the lyrebird makes sounds that make it sound like other birds and other things. Mm. So you'd think it was called the lyrebird because it lies about who it is. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I know. It's called the lyrebird, L-Y-R-E, because its tail looks like a harp, a lyre. Oh, that's crazy. Insane. I wonder if the person who was naming it knew about the cleverness of the... It was a double the, entendre. It was like a homophone. Why are so many... Why Why do we expect double entendres to be dirty? Dirty. Because um, I think that's where they're they're used at their best. That's true. I'm, I mean, the guy who... Like, you know, I think... Because uh, I've, I've mentioned... I think I've thought about this before once, where the idea of somebody who does uh, either euphemisms or double entendres, but with stuff that has nothing to do with sex is because usually you use it to kind of cover up yeah. saying something taboo. Yeah. Right? But what if you're trying to, like, cover up that you are... Making references to accounting. Yeah. Yeah. Or hammering a nail. Yeah. But then I think that then people would just interpret it as sex things. Yeah. Well, I think... So, can you then have a double entendre where you say you're in a sex context... Mm-hmm. But you're saying things that 
where you actually mean something different? Because normally you're in a normal context and you mean something sexy. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, so you're going like, oh, you're, you you and me, we could uh, rub shoulders. That's definitely not. No, one. all right. That's, no, okay. that's a so single like entendre? You, I reckon something like... Uh, <laughs> In- <laughs> like, but I was going to say, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay, wait, double entendre, like uh, like that lady from that show who's got that cat and she... Yeah, yeah, are you being served, right? Yeah. So there'd be something with a rack of clothes and they'd say, oh, what a magnificent rack. Yeah, or, right. or, or, oh, you sure would love to have you around to stroke my pussy. Yeah, <laughs> that. Oh, I'm an old lady. Yeah, right, but then we... Stroke. There's... I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> My pussy. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, there's, but we could do one in a like you know in a in a in a sexy context, such as a brothel. Yeah. Right? Okay. Oh, I feel like this has been done. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to. I'm starting well, to back off it. I now. know, but the the. I. How would you do it if you were just? Not even had had a sexual There's context. No sexual connotation yeah. at all. So right. you're doing something, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're doing like you're doing one thing. So let's say you're cooking. Yep. But then you're talking to the other person about how you're gonna do their tax. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So cooking the books, I guess, or something like that. You know, there'd be references to that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna cook the books. Like, yeah. do you still have that kind of sexy tone like that? You go. Yeah, I'm going to cook them fucking books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Or or does that is that is that part of the thing that makes it sex like? Um I think maybe look, I'd like to try and do it without the sex element at all. Mm. Right? So it's someone cooking a meal but making double entendre allusions to Helping someone file their tax return. You know what this, okay. this makes me think about? This makes me think about like logarithms or, or like exponent. Is it maybe exponential? No, whatever the Let's just start with logarithms because logarithms are normally like base, base what? They're base 10. Base 10. Yeah. Right. But then you can make them base something else. Yeah. yeah. And so like double entendres are normally base sex. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you're trying to add another base to it. Yeah. And and it's and it's complicated. It's hard to try to picture it. Yeah, you can. It's easier to do it if you take it via the natural logarithm, and then you try mm. do something with that. This is my me trying to remember back to year twelve mathematics. Yeah, I don't remember doing any of that. But anything other than base ten is ugh. And I think again, I've thinking, fuck. This is like us coming back to doing the podcast after having you know maybe not done it as frequently as we could have and i'm just getting so much deja vu and fear that i'm just saying things that I'm i've said on this sure podcast i'm sure we've never talked about base 10 on the podcast really but what about like cuz i think no I, I think about it in terms of like feet and stuff like that like who who thought that 12 inches was a good idea like yeah. going base 12 yeah who who uh wanted to measure things in bushels or yeah, or feet like the length of a foot. Mm. Uh, maybe that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that would make it easier for knowing how many feet a uh, football field is. Uh, like measuring uh, somebody's, I guess measuring somebody's foot, it would be kind of useful. Yeah, but then again, you're you're basing the whole thing off of a variable size thing. So, or you're basing it off a king's foot. But even the king's foot is changing size. Yeah, it would right? be very annoying for the king that he constantly has to be dragged out to measure things. That his foot has to be kept in a glass cabinet <laughs> where they keep like you know like they keep the, the mm. like a the, the the perfect sphere and the and the like the perfect one kilo thing yeah. or whatever. Yeah, there's a perfect uh, universal kilo mass or whatever being kept in uh, in France. Is that just like in case we forget how much a kilo is? Yeah. Like, but but, but we're like, all right, we'll just keep that here in case anything something goes around where <laughs> all the one. scales get one. fucked up. Yeah. Right in the world, we know we've got one, and we can always go back. And just reboot ev- all the scales in, in, in the country in mm. case they get scrambled uh, in the world, sorry. And then we'll but just get case, this thing. It feels like keeping just one is a little. <laughs> it's not enough. Yeah, like know, we should keep maybe two or three just it, in case. It's hard to keep a, like a whole museum, you know, in every town. Airtight. Airtight. Because, yeah, because can't, you can't have any bits of it evaporating and things like that, right? Mm. Um, no, you can't. Do, do you think there's a sketch in that? 
I think the king. I, look, I, when I said that thing about the king, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, what I was, was like, I imagine the king having to come out. It's the king's. It's measured against the king's foot. Yeah. Whenever you want to measure something, you got to get the king out there, <laughs> and he takes off his shoe, and then you. So, because in a way, it still it still makes him very important. He's very important. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's like royal duties. I like. I guess it, you know the the queen has her royal duties, and she's constantly having to go out to the openings of various things, or the. You know, the launch of a boat. So in a way, they're kind of just using you for your eyes and other senses. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. so then if, you, if, if, if you're to measure things, then you're using your foot, right? Yeah. But your foot isn't really used that much in no- normal sort of royal duties, right? And usually they just want you for your eyes and ears so that you're there to experience whatever thing you're trying to it's launch. Like ch- Chinese uh, cookery, right? Yeah. They used every part of the pig. <laughs> that's what, that's we what want to use old, every part of the royal. Yeah, that's what the old <laughs> monarchical um, monarchies, you know, were like. They don't they don't just waste part of no, their, you know, like no, we really got, wait, don't make the most of our prime minister you're here. You're a perfectly good king just yeah. sitting there. We right? most yeah, we most get the most of it. We pay him a lot. <laughs> I'm going to bloody get my money's worth. I mean, he gets to have sex with our wife before we do, (laughs) right? And, you know, it's we've got to make more use out of him. There's something we can do with his ass. Our our wife. Our one wife. (laughs) We should really look into getting a second wife. It doesn't make sense to just have this one in the museum. (laughs) But but then how will we know what a wife is? Wife looks like. What if all the wife scales? Yeah, she's the... It's like it's like the uh, the the plat, plato, platonic ideal of the kilogram. Yeah, it's the platonic ideal, but then it's also against which all other kilograms are merely a reflection, Alistair. That idea is very interesting. Um, it's very interesting. It's very stupid. Write down the king. Okay, thing. the king's. Oh, foot you did. Is one foot. You wrote it down, and you barely had to stop the conversation yeah. at all. Well, all right. Andy, <laughs> rock octopus. Rock octopus. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got nothing on the punk uh, cuttlefish. Let me tell you. Really? So there's a punk cuttlefish. Yeah, there's a punk cuttlefish. Does he does he use his sort of colourful uh, display? Thing no, he's in... always black. No, oh, right. <laughs> he can turn into co- any colour you want as long as it's black, and he uh, he dies very young in a hotel um, after. Uh, Consuming too much, uh, I'm going to say, heroin. Consequence-free heroin. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I just feel like... Yeah, I'm... consequence-free heroin. No, yeah. no, don't, don't do it. This is bad for the listeners, Alistair. <laughs> it's not bad. They're, they're in, I think they're having an all right time. Oh, they don't like to listen to me in torment. <laughs> it's so strange that as soon as like we have no one to talk to, it's like we lose all confidence because yeah. there's nobody giving us... It, like yeah. feedback straight away yeah, to go like no. this is going well. Yeah, we need an immediate uh, positive reinforcement. But uh, definitely turn up your mic some more. Uh, I'm constantly turning it up. <laughs> I think maybe I'm probably epi- turning up the wrong mic or something. Maybe I think it got up a, a okay, little bit. Okay, great. <laughs> but uh, just in time for me to burp. See, that's perfect. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You can see the waveform there. <laughs> It's in perfect burp shape. Oh. Do you think there's certain sounds that have a beautiful waveform shape that um, that means something? Like that you could take fr- something from it Like a love heart or something. Yeah. Or like a circle. Like a circle. Yeah, possibly. Um, well, I mean, you know, there's a sine wave, right? So that's a pure frequency. Yeah. And that looks pretty nice. quite like the sine wave sound. Um. I wonder if there are any sounds, right, that when you look at their waveform, look like the word written down for that sound. (laughs) So they're like onomatopoeic, but with their waveform. Wow. So so the the waveform of the word Mm. also comes up... As the word. As the word, written in waveform. Yeah. That that would be the most... I mean, there must actually... I reckon there probably yeah. are some. Like, something like lol. <laughs> like, but, you know, like, lol isn't the example, but something that's kind of simple. Well, but, see, I think... Look, I don't, I don't know that it's even achievable, because mm. the letters of the English alphabet, like, don't even... 
look like anything that could be achieved with a waveform. Like, maybe you could get, like, an A. Uh, A was one of the more complicated ones. You're not going to be able to cut off that middle one. Yeah, okay, so, like, I mean, like, a solid, like, a mounted, like, a V, like like an inverted V. Or just, I I could have just said V. You could get Vs, Us, Ws. Yes. um, Ns, Ms. Yep. um, But any vowels? Are there any good vowels? I. Only you could get a capital I. or a lowercase L. Yeah. (laughs) I, lowercase L. Maybe even uppercase L, you could really... Yeah. yeah. So maybe lull. So, yeah, lull. But there's no, there's no way that um, the waveform E-lul. for lull looks like a lull. Maybe it does. Lull. I'm looking at it. It doesn't. Lull. <laughs> Man, but that's a, new, that's, look, that's a new word. That should go in the dictionary for something that can't almost possibly exist. Yeah. But, um... Wait. I think what a computer a, could what, solve it. What about... It's a guy... <laughs> but think about how difficult that would be to... I mean, look, I think it would be a bigger challenge to try to write a computer program that could solve that. Than to just than go to just, and just making sounds. Make a bunch of sounds and try something. to find a sound, like a word in it. <laughs> just like 90 years of coding trying to find the 90 years. Look, it's too much. No, I, 90 I exa- years. No, Andy, I exaggerated too much <laughs> and I'm just going to stop. Remember one time I said to somebody... Like, I was talking about, like, I think talking about taking a certain drug or something like that, and, I, and I'd been reading experience reports, and he's like, he's like, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not sure it's safe. I'm like, I'm sure it's safe. I've read, I've read experience reports. And he goes, oh, no, I've, I've, read, I've read thousands of experience reports. And he goes, thousands? <laughs> like that, and I go, all right, you got me. Yeah, I undermine myself. Yeah. <laughs> Too much of a good thing. Okay, wait, what was the, it's like a, on, um. Oh man, I am murdering that word. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I think that word comes pre-murdered. It's yeah. a it's a bloody nightmare. I think there might be one of those uh, diphthongs in there. You know, like an AE kind oh, of thing. Yuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, like like in diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, at a pier in diarrhea. Diphthong definitely sounds like a large aquatic animal. Isn't? <laughs> it's actually just two letters back to two vowels back to back. Form Andy. What what would be Rock Octopus's hit song? <laughs> oh, Diphthong. Diphthong in my heart. I, uh, I always used to hear... Or no, I, I guess I would say that I am still terrified of Blue Ring Octopus. Yeah. I heard a story when I was quite young about a woman who had uh, gone swimming. She'd found this beautiful conch shell, yeah. right, a large shell. She'd... Put it inside her swimsuit. Oh, no. Right? And when she'd got to shore, she'd pulled out the conch shell and there'd been a blue-ringed octopus that was in the conch shell that was now, I guess, stinging her. And anyway, she died in the story. And look, I don't think it's true, but I think about it almost every time I go swimming. And I'm very careful not to put large conch shells in my swimsuit. (laughs) So I learned something. Yeah, well, absolutely. And and it stopped you from making mistakes. I think the the, uh, story-based... Uh, like uh, we learn, we learn we from learn narrative. A lot. Yeah. It's, a, it's damaging. It's too easy to learn things from narrative. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, like someone will have a, like a, a story that makes sense. Mm. You know, that's simple to understand, and that will take control of like the entire public discourse about an issue when that thing didn't even happen. That's true. That's true, Andy. It's a load of old bollocks. Yeah. Um, I think it, that's going on with the Adam Goods fiasco. But but but, but also, Andy, that. That could also just genuinely happen to somebody. It doesn't seem that unlikely to me. The conch shell? Yeah. I mean, that's where creatures are going to live, is in a shell. Yeah, it's true. Sea creatures. And that's what a blue ring octopus... Sea shells. Yeah, sea shells. (laughs) I mean, if you told me some kind of desert shell... (laughs) Yeah. Or a savannah shell. Or uh, a peanut shell. The name of my band is... That's the name of my band. It's a good name for a band. Yeah. No, oh, that's that's, that's a good of, name for a band. That's that's a good name for no, that, yeah. A good name for a band? No, no, no. That's that's the name of a new band. I've added a new word, but and it was a new word. It was new. <laughs> Is um, it a new band? It's a new. Do you say new or new? New. Okay. Does, do you know anybody that says new? Oh, that that looks completely new. I think maybe I say new. I think you say new. Did I say new? Ah, new. <laughs> was that why you were saying new before? Because I, I said new. Did I say new? Oh, yeah, I think you said new. I said at one new. Point. Yeah, I was brand new. Oh, 
I look, I don't know, Alistair. Really makes it sound like it's spelled N O O. Yeah. And in an ideal world, it would be. Yeah. And there'd be no war. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, so we'll keep going. Uh, do, like, uh, look, I think we've come up with six sketch ideas. We've come ideas. up with six sketch ideas. Do you think we should just wrap it up? I think we should wrap it up and maybe even do another one. Okay, well, we could definitely do that. All right, well, then we'll do that. We're binge recording. Yeah, we're binge recording. <laughs> right, we're having a good time. Um, all right, well, this has been Two in the Think Tank. Take us uh, through the ideas I'll we've take had. You, I'll take you guys through the ideas that we've had. Uh, heroin with all the ill effects r- removed. How is that going to ruin people's lives? And then the sketch is an imagination mm. of what that would be like. Yeah. An, an imagining. Mm. An imagining. You know, uh, it's a, it's like an essay Yeah. on... Uh, Humans and pleasure. It's a trip down Imagination Avenue. Um, yeah. Or? Boulevard. Boulevard. Or Parade. Or Avenue. Or? Haven't you already said Avenue? Oh, I wouldn't. No, no. You said Avenue. Or? or um, Avenue. Highway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Next one is uh, Full Range of Motion. Uh like equipment that goes beyond human capability. And there's uh, a few riffs on yeah, that. Yeah, there's a few riffs. There's, there's one that's the weedy guy buying a home gym. He gets upsold to a model that has extra 100 kilograms, even though he's never going to get to that point. Obviously. But obviously, because he's... Uh, because No one is. We're also going to make it clear that he doesn't have the uh, the motivation and the strength of will yes. required. Yeah. I worry that's going to be very clear. It's going to be a lot of character work. In there, there really needs to be a gym where you can go and build up the strength of will to actually go to the gym. <gasps> but that really sounds like it would be a lot of work. Yeah, and you know, how often are you going to go to that strength of will gym? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably just buy a membership <laughs> and then just, oh, just keep paying. Then, you know, they lock you into it. It's, always, it's such a pain. Yeah, yeah this I, is I, a sketch. Strength, strength of yeah. will gym. Uh I think I think what, you know various of the exercises in the strength of will gym would be based around like doing the actions required to get you to the other gym. So like maybe there'd be a series of gym counters that you've got to go and sign up up at doing various reps. I don't know. Maybe it would well, be something a, a, else. A rep, one rep would be going to the strength of will gym. <laughs> it's self-referential. It's 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 very recurrent. Mm. It's um, got the full range of motion. Full and emotion and emotion, full range of emotion, uh, and then there's also there's like you know pr- the idea of products like the the gym uh, that are uh, being sold to you with the options uh, in case there's like a nuclear holocaust and then we all get mutated by the radiation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if you just become a large pool of slime? Yeah, and so you're still going to want to work out, right? Yeah. And then you're still going to want to look good. Yeah. <laughs> And you don't want uh, you don't want to have to like go back into the shop and buy a whole new gym. Nobody set. wants that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that. And then there's three is a child that's psychotherapist diagnosed with false repressed memories. And then yep. we'll we'll go on that little journey, um, journey avenue. <laughs> uh, mimic octopus doing Christopher. I just wrote Christopher. Uh, walk. Yeah. Christopher Walken, then a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't elaborate on that one as much, but I think I think it's all in yeah. there. In brackets, not rip torn. There you go. I think that'll be clear in the future when we read that. Uh, King's foot is one foot, and he has to come out to measure everything. And also, uh, old monarchies use every bit of the pay, of the king. It was a, it would be a problem in that you could only really with the king you could really only measure something up to 2 feet because you'd then really need a second king if you wanted to measure something that was like 4 feet. Well no no you, you walk know, you walk fo- fo- heel to toe. Nah, I like to think you need multiple yeah, kings. Okay, yeah. And then you get a power struggle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you get a power struggle over this like bit of string that you're trying to Cut. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to measure a piece of string. In the bloody power struggle over a piece of string. Um, onomatopoeia, like this is more... I don't know why I wrote this down as if it was a sketch idea, but the onomatopoeia... Like it's a guy who goes to the Oxford Dictionary and he's trying to explain to him, this is a new word that you should get. It's like So so I'll describe it. It's like, it's like an onomatopoeia, but where the waveform that comes up when you say the word into a recording device... 
spells out the word. That is a that is a sketch idea that is so far that that is of all the sketch ideas that we've ever come up with, that one is the one that is the least likely to ever become an actual sketch. Really, I could picture that very easily. It's no. a, it's more about the conversation that the guy has with like you know, imagine imagine if you Sorry, worked at the Oxford I'll, cha- I'll change what I said. This is the least likely to become a sketch that anybody else wants to watch. <laughs> What I don't an think, awful idea. I think it's like I think that sketch is like Coke. Nobody nobody knew that they wanted Coke until you started marketing it to them. And it's like that sketch. And that sketch I think that sketch is better than you. Right. Would, you so would. there could be a whole niche there. Alright, look, now I have to like make a point by filming the sketch by myself, making it good. <laughs> Becoming right? hugely successful, successful thanks oh. to the sketch. Yeah. Right. You you you're putting me in a position. <laughs> Where I have to prove a point. I'm really sorry, Alistair. Painted you into a corner. It's like that time seven years ago somebody told me that I wouldn't be able to learn alphabet aerobics, right? And so then, just to prove a point, I went and sat there with the, like, wrote down all the lyrics, like, listened to it 150 times. You wrote them down. Uh, yeah, I think so. You didn't just find them from a website where someone else had probably I think at the time I didn't know. I think at first I wrote them out and then I had that thought about the website (laughs) later on. Yeah. Anyway, and then we've got the Strength of Will Gym. Great. That's the final sketch. So That's one that we came up with while we were reading out the sketches. So you really got to hear that twice in the reading out of the sketches yeah, so, section of the show. Yeah. So uh, um, you're welcome. You're welcome. See you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.